0: Welcome to Grayson 30 on WERALP, Arlington 96.7 FM, and streaming at WERA.FM. This is Ed Mellick,
1: and this is Shannon Mellick,
0: and we'll be your hosts for the program tonight. For as long as I can remember, my daughter and I have really enjoyed the live worship music at church services, usually sitting in the front row of the sanctuary so we could jam out every week. We have not, though, enjoyed the studio versions as much of the same songs we hear and sing at church, especially Shannon. Outside of church, we often listen to less overtly Christian artists, and I like listening for deep meaning and theology in their music. Tonight we're going to focus on one of our favorite artists. Mataz Yahu is a former Hasidic Jew and a reggae musician, composer, and beatboxer. We're going to play a few of his songs and chat about what they mean to us. Mataz Yahoo began getting into reggae and hip hop music as a teen and had a full head of dreadlocks at age 14. And then he adopted a Hasidic Jewish lifestyle and went full on with the beard and the payos and the black suits. Following that, he walked into a supercuts in New York and had his beard shaved without telling anyone what he was doing. So he's been through quite a journey. You and I, Shannon, saw him at the 930 Club, I think it was late 2011. After he had shaved and cleaned up his hair, I think he shaved his whole head too, mm-hmm. and we were a bit surprised when he came out on stage.
1: It was a surprise, yeah.
0: So you, you were shocked, I was shocked, that was a great evening.
1: Didn't know, there weren't going to be any payos.
0: <laughs> we didn't even know what a payos was, we we knew it on sight, <laughs> we didn't know it by name. He brought his disco dreidel with him, though he didn't abandon the dreidel.
1: That is the coolest thing.
0: I know, I love it, just fully, would what, you call that mirror crystal, what would you call that?
1: It's just covered in mirrors.
0: Covered in mirrors. Okay. Well, you're you're big on embellishments, so I figured you, you definitely would be into that.
1: Encrusted.
0: Encrusted. Hmm. I don't know about that because they're big pieces, big mirror pieces. Because that can, dreidel was big, dude. You
1: can encrust things in large items.
0: So during his Hasidic period, when he first became well known, that's when he became famous. A lot of people accused him of doing that as kind of a gimmick to become famous, because he would have on the black suits and the. The Black Hat, what you saw up in Brooklyn all the time. You lived right next to a Hasidic yeah. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Did you miss it when that went away? Or was it just like, hey, the music's the music?
1: Um, it was just the music's the music. I mean, I thought, I mean, originally I was like, oh, it's really cool that someone in with such a background is doing something so, like... Diverse and really branching out, but then I was like, "Oh, he's still an amazing musician." You know, it,
0: it's funny when, when back when he was performing and your mom and I were still married and we were kind of we would go into the Barnes and Noble together and they had actually CD players, and I remember reading a review. I listened to some of his album and I thought this guy's really good, but people were cracking on him. I think they couldn't see past you know his what they felt was a gimmick and to see how talented he was and the songwriting and his dub trio, man, those guys backing him up Mm. are really, really good. So one of the first songs I want to dive in pretty quickly and get the music going is something he wrote during that period of time. And, uh, it's something that's got a lot of, he, he explicitly said in one interview, I saw that he was trying to make music for holy purposes. And so his songs were filled with biblical and historical references so, I'm going to kick off with a song called Jerusalem that you and I have jammed out in the car on. Oh, yeah. Many, many times. So, this is again, Matas Yahoo, Jerusalem.
2: In the days, we well with no delay, up the mountain, from state to state and I'm down under in the century and I got straight up but they couldn't choke me We'd not lie down and we'd not fall asleep So them come up to sea Yeah, the giants will be free Erase the demons out of your memory Change your name and your identity I'm afraid of the past and the dark And the world's gone crazy. Them don't know it's just a pain. case of the Simon Says, if I forget them. My word won't penetrate. Bubble, I'm burning in a face. Can't see through the haze. Shut down. I like them dirty ways. Just the price that you're paying for.
0: i absolutely love that song we just watched the video together i think this is the first time you've seen the video yeah i regret that just a touch because i kind of wanted to just ask you on the air what does that song mean to you what did it mean to you over the years as we would listen to it What what was the impression you got from it how did it make you feel
1: you know i have a long history of not listening to lyrics if that makes any sense um, and listening to just the sound primarily. So well, I you think... listen
0: to a ton of K-pop, so a yeah. lot of that is in Korean. So like, and...
1: even when I listen to stuff in English, my first impression isn't based on lyrics, usually.
0: So if you just cut out the lyrics, I mean, it's just that it's a hit and song? Oh,
1: yeah. No, definitely a hit and song. And like it feels very, like, I mean, with the lyrics, because it is in English, you can't ignore them, you know? Um, it is very... Uh, stay with your roots, or don't forget your roots vibes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because this is, I mean, he was really writing for spiritual reasons here. That this thing is chock full of meaning, um, scriptural. He talks about Psalm one twenty one thirty seven. Excuse me, is when was written when the Jewish Jews were captive in Babylon, and you know he just says if I if Jerusalem, if I forget you, let my right hand forget how to play the harp. That's the scripture. May my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth if I fail to remember you. If I don't make Jerusalem my greatest joy. You actually know that I pray this prayer for a number of politicians. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) That, That God would cleave their tongues to the roofs of their mouths and let their hands forget what they're <laughs> supposed to do. You know, a good three days and three nights, you know, like Paul on the way to Damascus and we can Effective. Oh, I would love to see that happen. We got we got a lot of serious lying and shenanigans and, you know, corruptness going on. But I, I love that. He very scriptural and, and very historical. You know, he talks about the video really shows it. Some of the clips of the concentration camps mm-hmm. and but it's this this theme he mentions about. It's not about the land or the sea, or not the country, but the dwelling of His Majesty. And Jerusalem is the seat, you know, where God's yeah. presence was, you know, for the Jews. And when Christ returns, that's where the kingdom is going to be centered. And so it's very deep.
1: Yeah, and like he shows, I like that he he spotlights in those photos other um, major events or oppressions mm-hmm. as well. Like he he references Katrina. Yep. You know, and there's there's a lot of controversy surrounding those levies and all of that, and you know, I I think that's a really well placed reference. Yeah, he had there. Martin
0: Luther King in there a couple of clips of civil yeah. rights, so he's kind of touching on a number of things here, which I, I think is really so. You know, you and I talk about we starting to do a program where we review worship or praise music mm-hmm. and, and rate it, kind of like kind of like Simon and Martin did on Eat Your Kimchi, and they would give several scores. You know, we could do one for you know the how hitting is the song. Is it really just good? <laughs> you know, does it get you jumping and dancing? Does it get you singing? Another one could be the th- theology of the song. You know, we're hearing a lot mm-hmm. of criticism of Bethel music and Hillsong and groups like that, the Jesus culture, and that their lyrics are kind of going a little bit off the rails. We should do a program, a couple of programs, where we rate these things. We watch right. the video, we listen to the songs. So let's. Talk a little bit about the 930 Club. We went and saw him back in, I think it was 2011 at the end of the year. You went back to school after your Christmas break.
1: That
0: mm-hmm. was a great night. We went and had a oh, meal yeah. at Philomena's in Georgetown, and then we killed some time in the Ritz-Carlton.
1: Real fancy uh, prior-to-concert experience. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> and then we drove so we could, could get to the parking lot just before the show. We, we minimized the likelihood of a beating in that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> We went in. I think I think they started playing like right after the both of us went to the bathroom. Yeah, They jammed out. We left. It was just perfect. But you, when you got back to school, your teachers made you write a poem. Yeah. And this is when, you know, mom and I were, you know, we were divorced for a few years. And you and I would have dinner every Thursday night together. Wonderful times. I have great memories of that. And you had to write a poem that sort of was mimicking Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. And so you and I sat at the counter and started coming up with ideas, and, and we kind of kicked off the initial poem, and then you finished it. I want you to read that right now for listeners.
1: All right, here we go. It's been a long time since I've seen this little If you're friend. making
0: a mistake, I can edit it out.
1: All right, cool. Once upon a midnight jammin', whilst I was a body slammin', I was at 9.30 clubbin' with Yahoo and his overdubbin'. The crowd was clappin', my feet a-tappin', whilst he weaved his rhythmic rappin'. Suddenly I felt a-tappin', on my shoulder by a drunk dude yappin', searching for a sudsy score. He got to bumpin' and a-flubbin', in his search for beer-spawn lovin'. My dad was there, not amused, as he watched the man, confused. In the background, beats were offered, minus payos, formerly proffered. The night was great, with many styles fused. Unfortunately, though, my ears were bruised, and then it was time to snore.
0: Oh, that's great. (laughs) We had the best time playing around with it and kind of got you kicked off. Yeah. What happened in the class after you did this?
1: Well, I volunteered to go first, which I never do. This is the end of senior year, and like I was the quiet art kid in the classroom, so like no one in this class had ever had a conversation with me before. This was basically their introduction to the inner workings of my mind. (laughs) It was... When they asked who wanted to go next, there was a quiet moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well didn't one of the kids like, you know oh, one of the yeah. cool kids was like, Yeah
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one guy just got up and was like, Yeah at the end of it.
0: <laughs> so so you got a you got a little bit of rep there, man. You got some yeah. a reputation for being a hipster.
1: Introduced myself in like the last month of school.
0: Uh, yeah, I love that poem. I love it. So let's keep moving forward. We're going to play some more music. The next song's a little long. I might wind up in editing, you know, overlaying some of our talking over with it. But he recorded a live concert at a place called Stubbs. I think it was in Austin, Texas. I'm not sure. And that yeah. album became a classic, man. I mean, he, he, the beatboxing, the dub trio, the whole thing was just outstanding. And I love hearing him. I love them per- live. They are really, really good live. Yeah. I like all of their songs better live. Um, I'm going to play one of our favorite songs. It's a little bit of a, I don't know how to describe this song, but it's its a longer song, but it's just, it's so worth it if you listen all the way through the way he, he finishes it. But this is called I Will Be Light.
2: Sit back these days I remember my ways Oh, will I ever get out of my cage Yes, I am a slave Searching for some freedom Searching for some freedom So I intend to sing now Songs to spark memory Of what is a man with no history
0: To briefly interrupt the program tonight to mention wera's fundraising drive running from december 6th through the 19th the Grayson 30 radio program almost certainly would not have had the chance to air on an fm station had it not been for the graciousness of arlington independent media or aim as they are also known aim's purpose has been to provide arlington residents with an opportunity to raise their voice in ways that would otherwise not be possible Among many things, AIM provides the opportunity for important community organizations and local artists to inform and entertain the Arlington community in a manner that is of particular interest to it. This includes providing airtime to grassroots leaders working to make our community and world a better place to live. All of this would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. So please take a few moments to visit either arlingtonmedia.org or wera.fm Click the donate button in the upper right hand corner and make a tax-deductible gift. That's Arlington OneWord.org or W-E-R-A.fm. Grace and Thirty has been on the air for four and a half years, and we have consistently shared a message of bridge building, service, and hope in a world increasingly characterized by division, contempt, and untruth. We'd like to thank the listeners who have supported us and Arlington Independent Media during this time. Thanks for tuning in to Grace. Man, I love that song. Yeah. I gotta ask you again, what what did you used to think when we used to jam that in the car? was there any meaning or you, you was just the beat and the singing and all that?
1: No, yeah, it was it was meaning based. Like I mean the lyrics there are so they're so clean and obvious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no beating around what he's talking about there. Yeah.
0: Well this is a constant you know, refrain. I will be, be light. There's not a lot of light right now being uh, shined, even in the body of Christ. I'm no, kind of, yeah. there's, there's so much political cult following and everything else. Everyone's trying to do things with their human efforts and, and we're not just shining the light of Jesus Christ with radical yeah, grace. I, I
1: would go so far as to say the least light is coming out of that crowd in this country right now.
0: It's it's really sad. It's funny. I love the lyrics. What is this place we're just spinning in space? I will be light. Time will continue without you. So in the end, it's not about you. But what did you do? Who did you love besides you? Ooh, deep, man. We're supposed to be outward looking. For life to shine, to shine, to burn away the darkness, I will be light. I mean, when I was preparing for this, right away I thought of Jesus Christ saying, You're the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father man that's so i like yeah, that
1: yeah and it makes me think of i mean the whole the whole concept with your show that whole shining a light on common grace common grace being a great ver, a great raw version of that light you know oh, no yeah, matter yeah. who's doing it it's everyone still everyone has the ability
0: yeah. i mean we're all made we're all image bearers of god so people who aren't followers of jesus still can do amazing things and i think some christians struggle with that and you know, but that's do, called yeah. common grace. One one of the guys I had on the program, and same Jonathan Lehman, showed that video of the kids being dropped out of the window in the fire in that high rise.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And his
0: and he labeled. it. He says this is an example of the common grace of Jesus Christ of people doing this kind of thing. I mean,
1: we should add they were catching them. Oh yeah, people were <laughs> catching them. That
0: was the where the grace context, comes in. There was a context. crowd of people three four stories down. <laughs> Thank you very much for adding context. Yeah, they were just dropping bodies out. of <laughs> Coming, Grace. Coming, Grace. grace. Wow, we're we're definitely getting out of control. Thank you, Shannon, for adding that there was a group of people catching (laughs) the people below. Wow, I'm laughing so hard. My stomach hurts. I want to say something else because he said it's not. What does he say here? I'm going to scroll a little bit here. Hold on. Life will continue without you. So in the end, it's not about you. I mean, there's a, there's a sense of brevity and there's a mm-hmm. scripture that says, teach me to know the brevity of life so that I may grow in wisdom. You know, when you realize there's not a lot of time and mm-hmm. there's stuff that's really important, you could be doing really mm-hmm. good and helpful. You grow in wisdom. That's mm-hmm. that's a wise thing to understand. So you just dug it. You, you kind of got the yeah, sense of yeah. you should be like. It's a very
1: outwardly focused song. It's a, you should be more worried about um, what you can do for other people than what you can do for yourself. Yeah, and
0: it's funny, you know, I wrote a book on healing, a biblical a data analysis of healing in the Bible, and w- the, one of the big things I realized at the end is we're supposed to be going and preaching and healing. It's outwardly focused. And in the church, when people get sick, we all get really upset, and we all pray for each other, but are we thinking of our enemy? Who's sick and, and going out to them and, and caring for them? Are we thinking of the stranger and the foreigner and... Boy, we're not known for that in, in the church in general these days.
1: Not here, we're not.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, it's happening in a big way. We, you and I know tons of people who are wonderful followers of Christ, but what's being, yeah. what's being covered in the media is just mm-hmm. something very different. Well, we could go on and on with this. I want to make sure we get yeah. in another song. Um, this is a song that became really well known and popular. You were sick and tired of it. You were <laughs> you were hearing it all over the True. place in school and, and in different settings and
1: everywhere. I
0: think the Olympic Games were using it, but sort of in the vein of um, they're so much better live than in the studio. I, I just think they are. I love their music either either way, but. This is a version of this particular song that was played on David Letterman when Yahoo appeared there. So the recording's not going to be so hot cuz I'm going to rip it off of YouTube, but I'm going to play the live version of One Day. Shannon, it's fun spinning with you. This is our third program together. We did it. A, we did a K pop general program, then we did BTS, now we did Mata's Yahoo. Let's keep this show rolling. Let's get it. Um, a recording of this program can be found at the Grayson30.com and WERA.fm websites, as well as on iTunes and Stitcher. The show will also re air on this station this coming Sunday at 8.30 a.m. This is Ed and Shannon signing off from Grayson30 on WERA LP Arlington 96.7 FM. Have a great night. And be sure to tune into Grace.